Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony? Hey, welcome back, everybody, to T-Bomb land. Hope this has been a fantastic week for you thus far. Uh, Joe, today we begin a journey that brings some excitement to the show. I mean, boy, I mean, you know, for me anyway, uh, there are so many shows that will branch from this one. I mean, th- there could be 60 or more shows that could branch from this one. And, and not only that, but we, we you know, we're going to begin uh, an interview process here, a journey with uh, Ron, the pharmacist, who we're going to affectionately call uh, supplementation is the, is the uh, topic at hand. And it's a concept that can be beneficial and controversial all at the same time uh you know and there's going to be a lot of things like i said the the amount of shows that we could do from this one show because you're talking about so many different things you're talking about vitamins you're talking about minerals you're talking about protein supplementation you're talking about all that there's even a, a specific company that i love a lot of the stuff they do and i i don't like some of the stuff that they do in terms of the amount of you know the different types of products that they sell uh and we're going to talk a lot about them uh, during these shows, uh, not maybe this next one, or should I say this one here, but in the upcoming future when we're doing anything on supplementation. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of folks may not really realize just how early in life we were actually taught about supplements. Mm. I mean, if you really think back to when, you know, there was a time uh, that we and 10 million other kids were strong and growing <laughs> in tint. And I want to apologize for the song that's probably stuck in everybody's head now. Uh, but we were offered like the complete package of the vitamins and minerals needed for every day. I mean, as kids, it was just stuff, everyday <laughs> stuff. right? Yeah, sure. Right. So and I, I don't think we really cared enough about it, to be honest. I mean, let's face it. This stuff tasted like candy. And- yeah. If you're not sure what I'm referring to, well, Tony, maybe you can elaborate on that a bit. I'm going to do that. Uh, So we all need vitamins. We do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we're really going to get into that. But now that's a general statement for sure. All right. But uh, over the next several shows uh, that we talk about supplementation, uh, we'll get a better, better, uh, a better and better understanding of that. But in 1968, so we're going even before the 80s here. But in 1968, Miles Laboratories thought it was necessary to provide our youth with a vitamin that tasted somewhat like candy, as you said, and looked like characters from a famous cartoon. Obviously a marketing idea for sure. In 1979, Bayer took this multi-million dollar opportunity over and I believe controls it till this day. So the question is, are they safe? The big question. My research tells me they are garbage. Sorry, not sorry. What are we talking about, ladies and gentlemen? Flintstone vitamins. Everybody my age, a little bit younger, older, and I think until this day may know all about. We are Flintstone kids, and as Joe said, 10 million strong and growing, and by this time, maybe it's 30 million strong and growing. I don't know. But are they safe? And again, the research tells us no. Tells us they're garbage, like I said. And this is going to be a huge show in the near future when it comes to pointing this kind of stuff out. But let me just give you one reason why my research leads me to believe that, okay? Leads me to believe that, I should say. Real quick, the FDA has a lowest mass exposure 
to lead to be somewhere well under the number 0.035. Just understand that, 0.035. Flintstone vitamins have a lead content of 0.147. Let me do it for you, the math. That's some 500% higher than the smallest amount allowed when it comes to lead content by the Federal Food and Drug Administration. Now, the maximum amount allowed is 0.395. So some may say, well, 0.147 is well under that. But do not forget two things. We are talking about developing human beings who are growing still. And we are also talking about a polluted world where we are already trying to detoxify this particular world we speak of, if you will. So sorry, that's just one reason why. And again, we're going to get more involved in this. What Flintstone kids, mm, no, I'm going to pass. The song rings in my head and it rings in yours now. And Joe, I'm sure you're singing along, <laughs> but I'm not a fan. And maybe I didn't know that then, but I've known it now for quite some time. Tony, do you have anything, and I'm kind of going a little bit off the cuff here, but do you have, like, what would be the reasoning uh, in in not having the lead? Like, we know sometimes companies will add things like preservatives for shelf life and, and things like that. Would would it maybe be a process, a, a longer process, do you think, to remove enough lead from? from? Well, well, when you think about a laboratory and you're mm-hmm. producing anything, sure. when you have to remove certain toxic substances that may naturally be produced while you're producing a vitamin, a mineral, anything, anything when it comes to food and drugs, uh, that process is going to cost money. Yeah. Yeah. It's always about the bottom line then. Yeah. And and I'm sorry. And some people may not agree with me, but it is exactly that it's about the bottom line when you're putting better stuff into your food and into your vitamins and into your minerals and into your, your supplementation products, it's going to cost more money. And, and so therefore, if you're going to try and sell your product based on price, a lot of times that is a surefire sign of quality problem. Yeah. 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 No. And again, that all makes perfect sense. But I think before we move on today, we should probably preface with the fact that uh, what we're bringing to the table is really meant for the adult listeners more so than for the children, although we've started off the show with Flintstone kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure there will be a show where we can talk more about the nutritional needs of children, and really, we should have one. Uh, but until we indicate that that's what we're doing, just bear in mind, this info is more for the 18-plus audience. Or, what well, you know, and again, that may even be too young, actually. Right, Tony? I mean, what would you say? Like 18, 25? What, what would be like the youngest age that what we're going to be talking about today should really be paying attention? I think what is shocking is that 13 to 15% of our audience that you just spoke of is in that particular age group. Uh, so if they are listening, I will say this. There's one small part of this show today that is geared towards them. One small part where we give reasons for supplementation. And I could tell you that although this show today isn't for that group, and I would say 25 and older, uh, as far as today's show is concerned, I will tell you that there are many shows in the near future uh, when it comes to supplementation that will definitely be for our younger generation. Um, Vitamins and minerals are a huge necessity in our adolescent years. And we're going to find out just a little bit why as we get on with this particular show today. So if they are listening today... Uh, most of it for more adults uh, and maybe something they can hold on to for their future as they get 
uh, stronger as they are growing. Uh, and, and know that there's going to be shows in the future where they're going to see why vitamins and minerals are just as important for anybody the ages 13 to 19. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important to say, too, even when we do do the ones uh, or show on the younger ones, again, the analytical data shows that most of our listeners are people our age. So they have children that fall in that lane. Yes. Bracket. So just as important, just as important. But sure. And, and OK, so shall we begin giving uh, maybe by let's do this. Let's give a general definition, so to speak, uh, of the word supplementation. It's only fitting, I would think. So. In terms of nutrition, a supplement can be a nutritional product that is taken by mouth, usually containing one or more dietary ingredients, such as vitamins, minerals, herb, amino acids, and enzymes. Now, that's just one of the, one of the definitions that I saw and jotted down and just read to you, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are literally, like I, I, and I just said this earlier, you know, 60 plus shows. And I just throw the number 60 out there because I really could think off the top of my head of more than 60 different shows that come off that one word that, you know, from that general definition. So in, in this show, Joe, let's keep it simple because it's the beginning of the supplemental, uh, you know, nutritional process and, and what it means and, and what is the purpose of it and what are the benefits of it. And uh, we're going to have a ton of shows and interviews about specific vitamins and specific minerals and, and protein drinks and amino acids, enzymes, herbs, and so on and so forth. Just like I just mentioned uh, a minute ago when I put all those words in the definition. But I think it is important today to talk about why today. Why do we supplement? What is the purpose are you following where I'm going with that? Yeah, no, I definitely am. And you know, you've given it in terms of uh, in terms of nutrition, the mm-hmm. the definition in terms of well, even a general uh, definition can apply here as well. Yes. So you know, I think before we even move ahead, let's let's look at the actual meaning of the word supplement. Uh, how it's actually defined, right? Uh, we did the same thing with calories in a past show where it was explained they aren't tangible items found in food like nutrients, rather they're measurements of energy. Uh, but the term supplement isn't defined by the item you're consuming, meaning protein powder is an example of a supplement, but not the definition of one. Because mm. a lot of people say, well, I'm taking my supplements and they're they're taking pills, but they just look at them as, and yes, they are supplements, but what you're taking are examples of what a supplement is. Yes. Same thing will go with amino acids, vitamins, and so on. The word supplement actually means something that completes or enhances, enhances something else when added to it. Again, when added to it. So this idea that just a protein shake for breakfast in place of an entire meal is really not the intent of the product. Now, I'm not talking meal replacement shakes here. And yeah, that is something we will eventually cover. Mm -hmm. I'm referring to the basic protein shake offering, what, 120 calories with up to 20 grams of protein. That's not a meal, maybe a snack, but I wouldn't take it any further than that. But, okay, now, with that said, Tony, I'll just turn it back over to you to explain why supplements really exist in the first place. Well, I'll say this real quick before before we get into those reasons. Uh, and we obviously aren't going to be able to cover all those reasons. There's tons of them. Uh, we're going to cover, cover five today. But I want to say this. Uh, what you just said is extremely important. Uh, folks, really listen to what he said there um, in terms of what a supplement actually is. 
and how it is to be used because so many people use them as meal replacements and uh, it can't it, it is supplementing the nutritional value of the whole foods you are eating and and you cannot just live off of a protein shake and a multivitamin that that is not going to work it's not going to fare well for you in the long run that's for sure so what are some reasons why we need supplementation in our lives right that's what you guys want to know and I say we touch on five, right? Five of them, knowing that there are 20, 25 more down the road reasons to talk about. If you follow the journey here and you listened to season one, are you ready? One big reason we need supplementation in terms of vitamins and minerals, etc., is because we eat too fast. Joe, you remember that one? I do. Yeah. Poor food absorption due to not chewing our food adequately. You know, we chew it too fast, in other words, which in turn causes larger food particles to be released into the, you know, into the digestive tract. And not only is that not good because it's not allowing your digestive enzymes to work properly, but it's also dangerous when you think about it uh, to swallow larger amounts of food into your esophagus and can cause obviously an unfortunate choking situation. But, you know, for the purpose of this show here, you need to chew slower and allow those digestive enzymes to work properly. Yeah, uh, we did talk about this before. And yes, guilty as charged. Mm. Uh, This is something that I've obviously dealt with as a child. And if I'm being honest, even still today, uh, you know, we're always in a hurry, always trying to get somewhere or do something. And it's like, just hurry up and scarf down your food. But some of you might remember when I tried one of coach Tony's tactics for slowing down my eating by trying to eat with my non-dominant hand. And of course I tried that with pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That wasn't very effective. <laughs> uh, but you know, moving forward, I guess I should be trying this with foods that perhaps require a utensil that would be brilliant a brilliant move on your part (laughs) here's another one you know listen before we go on to the second reason my number two today here's another thing it's not only something that we're taught because it's you know having manners at the dinner table but this is also a way to slow down your eating chew with your mouth closed when you think about that chew with your mouth closed and you'd be amazed at how much slower you may start eating if you make sure your mouth is always closed when your mouth is open it's easier to chomp faster okay so try that as well chew with your mouth closed maybe i'm reaching i think it might work i research yeah i've actually heard what is it 15 bites or 15 chews before you try to swallow you should chew 15 to 20 times yeah that and if you're bringing that to the show you were bringing it for the first time to my ears i i've never heard that but um maybe that there's a goal ladies and gentlemen try 15 because not only does it help uh in terms of being safer but it breaks down the food more and allows the digestive enzymes to work properly and that's what you need to do uh when it comes to absorbing your nutrients because we're not getting the nutritional value we need from our whole foods thus the reason we need supplementation that's one reason let's move on to number two we are going to combine two concepts here and you will see why folks here in a second they're both bad habits keep in mind we are talking about when we perform these habits in excess by the way those habits would be smoking and drinking An occasional drink or three here and there 
is one thing. In other words, if you're having two or three beers a, a month, you know, a glass of wine a week, that's one thing. But for those who, who make it a weekly lifestyle, you know, eight to nine beers uh, every weekend and then a couple of beers during the middle of the week. And, you know, you know, let me explain what you're doing and why supplementation is necessary as a result here. Alcohol can cause damage to both the pancreas and the liver, which are both vital organs in the digestive process. It can also cause damage to the lining of the intestinal tract, therefore causing a problem with nutrient absorption. It can cause an individual to lack vitamins from the B group, minerals like zinc and magnesium, and basically so much more. So in a nutshell, it causes huge problems with nutrient absorption and the ability to metabolize food. Tony. Yes. Uh, also, if I could just add in there. Sure. Um, you know, there's this thing about gut health, and we actually have good bacteria mm -hmm. in our intestines as well. Well, guess what alcohol does to that? Yes. And so that's just one other thing that 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 just totally messes with your entire digestive system. Yes. Uh, you can literally you can literally depending on the amount that you're drinking kill all of the good bacteria in your gut and I'm speaking from experience on this one. Trust me, um that that's something you want to be very aware of and very cautious with. Yeah. And and, and that's exactly uh, I was saying it and you know and kind of beating around the bush so to speak. You gave exactly one of the biggest reasons why when it comes to alcohol uh and the amount that you're consuming. And that's the last thing you want to do. And the second one we said was smoking. Uh, smoking is similar in terms of being an irritant in the digestive tract. It also requires more of a metabolic need for vitamin C in our bodies because of the damage it does to our immune system. And get this, folks. Now, listen to what I'm going to say here. Studies have shown that the number that correlates with what I just said about smoking is 30 milligrams more of vitamin C needed per cigarette smoked over and above the requirements of a non-smoker. So for every smoker, if you smoke four cigarettes a day, you need 120 milligrams more of vitamin C per day than a non-smoker does. And as we know, or we'll know now, vitamin C is huge for our body's immune system to function properly. So basically... Supplementing vitamins and minerals such as vitamin C, vitamin B12, folic acid, thymine, magnesium, calcium, the list goes on, just to name a few. It is essential for people to do this who live, or for that matter, lived these particular lifestyles, especially depending on the duration of that particular journey that they had. Yeah. And I want to say real quick too, for our smokers and drinkers, no, unfortunately, we did not just give you the magic formula to continue with your lifestyles with yeah. a greater hope of a longer, healthier life. Yeah. So like, well, but I'll just take my vitamin C and, you know, I'll be yeah. fine. That, that, Good to go. Unfortunately, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, the fact is, and will always remain, and I know I'm just stating the obvious here, you need to quit. Four um, words. You know, well, well, at least with, with smoking, drinking, you know, you, you, you need to slow it down or quit, you know, whichever one works best for you. And, and listen, and Joe, and I want you to listen to me now. I cannot sit now. If I sit here and say that you guys can look at me and say, Oh, that's easy for you to say. This is not, you, you know, that was never your journey. The person who just said it. Okay. will tell you about his journey when it comes to smoking. 
All right. And, and so, and with that being understood, all right, he can tell you because he knows it's not easy. He knows it is a battle. And when you're hearing it coming from somebody who has went through that journey, if he can do it, you can do it. All right. And that's what he's basically trying to say. You need to quit. And obviously that's not a cold Turkey, uh, a uh, bit of advice there. That is a finding a way to basically put that habit in check over a long period of time until you get to where you need to be. Is that is Joe, would you say that was that that's the easiest way to put it? Yeah, because it's the journey is going to be different for everyone who's trying to quit. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I've tried various ways and eventually it's stuck and then it would creep up again. And, you know, it, it's a lifelong battle. And uh, I, I've recently found that it's just something that I just can't partake in ever, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah. it, and it kind of stinks because I'm not going to lie. Once you, you know, anybody that does smoke or is addicted to nicotine will tell you it's, it's a wonderful thing. It's just unfortunate that, that it's, it'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, you know, it, yeah. it, and that's just that, you know, just like most things that are fun in life, you have to, you have to either not do them or do them very, you know, lightly. <laughs> yeah. Tread, 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 yeah. Tread water, right. tread water lightly. So, and that being said, uh, as far as that second reason is concerned, and we don't we don't look at that lightly, but we're going to move on to reason three. And I, I like reason three, you know. Uh, uh, okay, I love reason three because it ties into some of our shows we have done and we will do. Quote, end quote, fad diets. Let's be honest, okay? A lot of people think intermittent fasting, the ketogenic diet, Mediterranean diet, paleo, Atkins, list goes on are all deemed fad diets. And it it is unfortunate because several of those, in my opinion, uh, actually all those, in my opinion, have a great amount of healthy contributions they bring to the table, but so be it. I don't really look at those as fad diets, but let's make sure we understand that most of what I just said isn't a fad for the most part. If you look up the word fad, all right, Those are eating lifestyles, and much of it has been around for a tad longer than when we define the term fad. I'm talking about the diets that discard whole food groups here is what I'm talking about, which in turn can take away from a ton of important vitamins and minerals that we're trying to intake, that we're trying to consume. I'm talking about these ridiculous low-fat diets we all jumped on in the late 70s. There's that show, you know, and into the 80s and into the 90s that when taken to extreme are deficient in vitamins A, vitamin K, vitamin E. And that's just for starters. We can even toss in vegetarian diets, Joe. Now, they can be beneficial, right? I mean, they can in in so many ways. But when not done properly, and I'm talking about vegan now, okay, when not done properly, meaning no meat at all. So you have to make sure you are getting certain vitamins and minerals from other sources. And when you're not doing that the proper way, it can lead to the lack of vitamin B12 and down the road, anemia. And that's the last thing that you want to have happen. You know, every time I hear the word vegetarian, I immediately go to that scene in my big fat Greek wedding. (laughs) You go to that scene a lot. You go to that movie a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but no, this really we're, we're <laughs> I know exactly you know, where you're going. Yeah. Well, the woman says, you know, Thea, it's just that you know, well, Ian is a vegetarian; he doesn't eat meat. And then Thea is like, he don't eat no meat. And then music stops. Yeah. And the whole family's looking at her like, what are you talking about? She says, it's okay. I make lamb. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. If you're, if you're Greek or Italian, um, 
there's not too many vegetarians in your family. I don't no, think, but yeah. No. Yeah. They, they may try it. And then after they're bulked at and laughed at enough, they'll, you know, they usually give in. There's, yeah, there's no way. It's a lot of peer pressure there for sure. Um, and, and that, so that being said, it's just another reason why supplementation done the right way, which again, today is just a general show about what it is and why we need to do it. Uh, there'll be so many different shows, especially when we get to interview Ron, the pharmacist, and he gets to talk about that whole process as to what we need to be doing. Everybody's situation is different and why we need to understand why supplementation is so important to us. So that being said, let's move on to number four, because I tell you what, we're moving and grooving right now. So I don't want to slow us down. I want to, I want to combine two concepts uh, here again, if I may, Joe, let's, let's discuss why supplementation is important for athletics and add our adolescent years into the mix. And this is why when you were talking to me about the age um, of our listeners for today's Mm -hmm. show, I said, let's let those 13 and 19 year olds listen to this one part, because there's going to be a show all about this just for them in the near future. The ever so, you know, the ever so important ages of, of 13 and 19 Athletes of all ages need vitamins and minerals to supplement their diets. And the biggest reasons are for peak performance based on the amount of stress athletics places on their bodies first and foremost. I don't care what sport it is. Athleticism, okay, and using it in competition requires a lot of stress on your body. Vitamin and mineral deficiencies such as B-group vitamins, vitamin C, and minerals such as iron have been a problem for so many throughout their careers as a teenager or even more so as an adult playing sports. Yeah, we are going to really tackle that issue, like I said, in future shows when it comes to supplementation and how careful we have to be in the realm of athletics. And for that matter, for that matter, how careful we have to be when it comes to our young people, period, when it comes to supplementation, because we've seen in the news Many times, the good, the bad, and the ugly, when kids take supplementation one step too far, and one very important new, this is the one that everybody remembers, ephedra, hydroxycut. Hydroxycut. Hydroxycut, ephedra, Mm -hmm. and how far that was taken. But what people don't know is, what was that really used for? And how was it abused in so many situations? And so that's something it's, it's, it's treading. You have to, you have to really tread lightly here. Uh, You have to watch how you approach that. And when it comes to me training my young athletes, I could tell you this, I have to tread lightly. I have to make sure trainers out there, you have to make sure you know what you're talking about when it comes to supplementation. I'm going to tell you one of the biggest reasons why, if you're training young people, every dad out there wants their 16 year old son to take creatine or their 15-year-old son to take creatine. That's all you hear. Can he take creatine? I have dads asking me that question after their second visit to me. Here's my biggest problem with that, and I'm going to say this, and, and again, this is going to be for another show. Folks, guess what at that age your body produces in mass amounts on its own without you ever having to supplement it in any way, shape, or form? Take a guess. It begins with a C. I'm going to say creatine. Creatine. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's no need for creatine at 15 years old. And especially when you start talking about creatine monohydrate and all the different things that go with that and all the different side effects that it can cause. Creatine is created for people who, as you get older, your body produces less and less. And it's part of an entire process called adenosine triphosphate, the ATP process. Folks, do you really want me to get into all that right now? No. So the, the, the bottom line is that is a different show where we need to point that stuff out. And it's going to be a great show for parents and kids ages 13 and 19 to listen to uh, when it comes to supplements such as that. Again, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That being said, it is a necessity. Supplementation is what I'm talking about here. You have to know what you're doing and what you're looking for. So keep an eye opened with that up and coming show on Two Brothers, One Mike. And the importance for our teens is simple and complex all at once. Rapid growth spurts, right? We see our kids, they grow like trees at this age, especially in our teenagers. It places a high demand on receiving enough nutrients and nutritional sources the body demands to underwrite the physical, the biochemical, and the emotional development of our young people at these ages. Our youth our, their bodies go undergo so much stress. And let's think about this real quick, Joe. How do our youth really eat as they're growing up? If you get it, once they get keys to a car, where are they going? And uh, we have all been a victim of this. Sure, Mickey D's and Burger King. And, exactly. now, and now Dunkin' Donuts. Like Dunkin' right. Donuts is, uh, it's amazing. Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's. You said Mickey D's. I wonder how many kids know that that's what that's called. <laughs> um, Burger King. And, and, and it's the easy thing for them. And they love it. And they love it. So listen, they are definitely not getting the vitamins and minerals they need. And it's one of the most important times of their lives, ladies and gentlemen, where they need those vitamin B units, where they need that vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin E, vitamin C. And you have to watch, though. You have to find the right products. And Ron, the pharmacist, is really going to take us through that, right? We're going to have our opinions, and then we're going to have the expert. So, you know, be listening for those shows. You know. Here's a statement taken directly from my studies with the International Sports Sciences Association. And it's a true statement at that, all right? It's a true statement at that. And I'm going to repeat it. I've already said it, and here I go again. Rapid growth spurts, especially in our teenage years, place a high demand on receiving enough nutrients and nutritional sources the body demands to underwrite the physical, the biochemical, and the emotional development of our youth at these young ages. It is extremely important, folks. It's a very true statement. But again, it's a whole show to tackle in the near future. And for this show's purpose here, just another reason why supplementation is a necessity. Yeah. And again, as I said in the beginning of today's show, this is definitely a topic we should dedicate an entire show to, uh, especially since there are so many ways that supplementation affects those between the ages of 13 and 19. But, you know, moving on. Yeah, moving on. And and hey, finally, we're here. We're at number five. And again, if you remember what I said earlier, Joe, and all our listeners out there, there's there's 20 plus reasons that I could probably write down as to why supplementation is important. And that's why I talk about 60 or more shows. We're giving five today. We'll give another five next time. If we give 20, 25, this will be a three hour show today. So, you know, our fifth one, our fifth reason for today and 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 this particular topic, which is far from all the reasons, as I said, uh, why supplementation is necessary, but boy, is it a big one. Stress, stress, 
exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. We place so much stress on ourselves as a human race, both physically and mentally. Ironically, as we continue having shows, if you've been following the journey, you've listened to them already, where we talk about decision-making processes and how emotions, remember integral emotion, right? Remember incidental emotion, how they play a huge role in all these processes. Stress is huge there. Supplementation to our diets is a need because of the amount of damage that stress can do to our bodies. All the stresses I just listed, from mental to physical to emotional, can increase the body's need for such vitamins as, you know, vitamins as B2, B5, B6. And yes, once again, vitamin C, as stress attacks our energy systems as well as our immune system. Let's face it, folks. Stress is not going anywhere. It's part of our life, right? Life almost, it's almost like, Joe, it's almost like life requires it. Like it's a requirement in life is to have stress. And really, it's just a way of how are you going to handle that? You know, how are we going to handle stress? So our whole food intake and I don't. And when I say whole food, folks, we're talking about foods that aren't processed. We're talking about whole foods, and we've talked about whole foods in our shows when we talk about intermittent fasting and the ketogenic diet, and uh, uh, probably in the shows where we talked about the glycemic index uh, and glycemic load, and so on and so forth. Uh, you need a backup plan to make sure we are receiving the amount of nutrients necessary to be sure. We are attaining the optimum levels of health we need to be productive and effective on a daily basis when we are not taking in the amount of whole food we need. And when stress and all those other factors are taking away from the whole food, the whole food that we are absorbing, that we are digesting, you have to have supplementation. Okay, so there we have it. Five good, if not great reasons we should consider supplementation to our diets. And as I said before, not rely on it solely to do the job of what whole foods are supposed to do. Hmm. Again, supplement means to add to. So just keep that in mind as we talk more specifically about them in the near future. But for now, let's talk about next week's show, shall we? Next week, we are going to be introducing a new regular to the show who we believe will bring tons of information and undoubtedly some good good laughs as well. Uh, Coach Tony talked about him this week and last week as Ron the Pharmacist. With 20-plus years in his field as well as 30-plus years of friendship, we couldn't think of a better person to not only supplement T-Bomb with credible information, and yes, that was intentional, but to give some insight and perspective from a career we probably don't get enough – we don't give enough credit to. I think most people just see their pharmacist as the person they go after uh, a doctor's visit and go get the prescription filled. But I'm sure Ronnie will have plenty to say about that as well. So before I wrap this up, Tony, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I could tell you this. I talked to him this morning on the phone, and uh, he's uh, he's about as excited as a kid in a candy store right now uh, to get on and uh, you know offer all the insight he has on this uh, on this particular. Uh, topic this particular subject and we are definitely looking forward to having him not only on the next show but in the near future and folks i honestly think you're really going to enjoy it uh so make sure you listen in for sure all right well until then i want to remind all of you be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service also if you have any questions comments thoughts or opinions you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description Something new for our Spotify listeners. We now have a new way for you to interact with the show through polls and questions offered in each show's description. Again, that's for Spotify listeners only. 
And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Remember, be 